0: Hey y'all, how many of you have practiced your walk like a thousand times, but then for some reason during your actual pageant, it just did not go as planned. Okay. We're going to be talking about the head, shoulders, knees, and toes of the perfect pageant walk. We did a two hour masterclass at our last mastermind about this. So I'm ready and fired up to teach you guys this and we'll see you after the intro. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast, hosted by sisters, former Miss Nebraskas and a Miss Nebraska USA, and expert coaches Allie Swanson-Mancuso and Megan Swanson-Rhodes. Every Tuesday, we bring you a life-changing, challenging, and activating episode to help high-achieving women win their pageants, massively transform their mindsets, and dominate all aspects of life, including elements both inside and what most consider traditionally as areas outside of pageantry. Allie and Megan coach high-achieving women in all 50 states and beyond and live to see women conquer their dreams. If you're not already part of our Powerhouse Club, join the fastest growing group of winning pageant queens on the planet, linked in the show notes every single week. Now, let's get on to this week's episode. Megan here, and today I'm going to be talking to you about your head, shoulders, knees, and toes of your perfect pageant walk. Like I said at our last mastermind, our February winter mastermind, it was a winter wonderland. It was so wondrous and fun. We got to hang out for two days, and the first night before our mock pageant, we, um, a lot of people wanted to work on walk. And so we always have three sessions at every mastermind and we rotate between basically majority rule of what a lot of people submit to us in their, in their, uh, onboarding document for mastermind, what they want to learn. So we can make sure that it is the most advantageous to every single person there. And that is how we roll at powerhouse. I don't make things based off what I want to learn. I make things based off what my clients need to learn and want to learn. Can I get an amen? Right business tip for you all. So what we did was we literally went through like head, shoulders, knees, and toes to your perfect walk. And one of the things that I want to go over today, because obviously I'm not going to teach you for two hours, but if you join pageant Academy, which is brand new, you can actually get um, our entire training session for walking and a couple other sessions as well that detail detail out our entire process. And I have like a 20 page document that I wrote up that literally has line by line, every single thing that you should check off and work through for stage presence. So if you join pageant Academy alone, just for that, your walk will get 10 times better, which 66% of a lot of y'all score is literally just your walk. So just let that sink in for a second on stage. Okay. So one of the biggest things that I notice every single time that I teach walking is that people don't know how to control their neck their neck. What? I thought this was head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Yes. Well, guess what? What connects your head to your shoulders is your neck. And what I found is that most people that look uncomfortable on stage is because they're actually not turning their neck at all. Okay. Your neck is super powerful, determines what you see, where you see, how you see it. And a lot of times people focus on okay, well, now I got to work on my smile. We're going to talk about next week. We're going to work on my eye contact, or some people just focus on their walk in general. So one huge mistake not to make when you're practicing your walk is just, oh, I'm just going to practice my walk. So because the walk has so many parts to it, you have your feet, you have your knees, you have your, your posture of how forward or back your overall axis of your body is, you have your shoulders, you have your neck, you have your head, you have your smile, you have your eyes, and then you have your hands and your, your overall swinging of your arms. That's a lot. Okay. So y'all know, like in a scientific formula, when you had to do like proofs in in high school, it's like the last science class that I took, um, or even in biology or whatever, chemistry, actually, whenever you're doing an experiment, you only change one variable at a time, right? Otherwise what happens when you don't, you guys know when you change more than one variable, you could have solved the problem and a reaction happened, but you don't know how it happened. You don't know how to recreate it and you don't know how to make it happen again. Okay. So we want to make sure that with our walk, we're, we're fixing one element at a time because otherwise when we like break five things at once, Um, we don't know how to do it again. And then we're like, oh, this worked. And that's where you get, you know, you take a week off, you practice your walk again, and you just like can't get in the groove again. Okay. So we want to make sure that we're working on one thing at a time. Somebody say one thing at a time, one thing at a time. If you're watching or listening to this, okay. And make sure that you're practicing one little element. And then the second thing is give yourself grace because normally when you fix one thing, something else breaks. And that's just kind of how it goes because there are so many components to the walk, literally. Let's count. Eyes, smile, neck, head, shoulders, access of posture, um, hands, overall swinging of arms, hips, knees, feet. That's like 11 things. 11 things. Can you think of, I mean, other than like interview and your overall communication, is there anything else that truly needs like 11 things that goes into it for your pageant performance? I don't think so, right? So that's, that's quite a bit. And so the other thing that I wanted to say on this particular episode is if you are somebody who's practicing just your walk, period, again, you might need to chunk down, which is one of our five mental frameworks we use for all of our coaching programs and how to answer any question, really any problem even. (laughs) And you might need to separate that into the different segments of the walk. Now, if you are somebody who separates the parts of the walk, Um, you might need to do the opposite. You might need to chunk up and just say, okay, holistically, how does, how is my walk making people feel holistically? What is the vibe of which my walk is, you know, is coming across to people. And you might need to actually get a little bit less nitpicky if you're getting too critical and just take a step back and just own it and focus on the vibe and focus on how you feel when you're walking. Another big thing and a huge secret for you guys that people just don't think about is practicing that to the place of where they're turning on, you know, really the music that they think would be possible for them to walk to. And they're not just curating the walk. They're now, they're superficially curating the feeling. And before they actually do the walk, I'm trying to describe this the way that I do it in my head. So it's almost like setting an intention before you walk. And making yourself think that thought so thoroughly and so presently that it becomes an emotion. Um, You know, we use a, a thought formula of how we teach all of our clients to slow down or speed up their thoughts and really analyze all their thoughts and turn it into actions and results. So if you're in the academy, you know what I'm talking about? Situation, thought, emotion, action, result. So literally when you think a thought, you can turn it into an emotion, which creates an action and creates a result. So when you're sitting at the back of the stage, you're getting ready for your onstage question. You're getting ready for any part of stage presence. What I want you to do is I want you to think that thought so heavily that it turns into an emotion. And then you act and you walk literally out of that emotion and it turns into an action and a result. How many of you think that it would be a different experience for the audience if they could see you genuinely like creating joy, creating like, I'm sexy right now. I'm bold. I'm confident. Whatever that emotion, whatever that word is of what you actually want people to say about you after you walk off stage, you need to be curating that. You need to be stirring up that emotion and literally creating it from nothing, from your thought life into the world, into the atmosphere. Did you know you actually have the power to do that? That's what leaders do. That's what confident people do. That's what great communicators do is they're not just receivers, they're creators. This might be the best podcast I've ever done. Just being honest. Am I helping somebody right now? Okay. So I want you guys to practice this and I can almost guarantee like 99% that nobody else has taught you to do this. And therefore you probably never even quite literally thought about thinking about this. (laughs) So go through each area of competition and give it a word for what do I need to be thinking about going into this area of competition to succeed? For interview, what's the word that I want them to say about me when I leave the interview, when I leave the stage, when I leave introduction? What is it? Okay. That's actually how I started coining the term powerhouse, which is hilarious because now people call me a powerhouse everywhere, even like people in the business world that don't know that I have a pageant coaching business because I have other businesses. And they'll just say, man, that girl is like a powerhouse. I'm like, dang right I am, right? Because that's the intention I pretty much set everywhere that I go. And therefore it manifests because I act from the positioning of being a powerhouse. Positioning is everything, okay? So... I hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. I'm so excited. I hope to see you at Mastermind May 12th and 13th. Go to mastermind.powerhousepageantry.com where you get expert trainings just like this, hands-on training, data, results, analytics of exactly how you're doing, where you're at in the pack and what you can do to improve before your state or national pageant. And it's crucial that you're there. Don't let somebody else win by like 5%. Go to Mastermind dot powerhouse you can see uh, we might be running a special we might not but it's an always affordable price of just a thousand dollars to come for the whole entire weekend uh, which is less expensive than doing a local and you basically get an entire local and you actually get your feedback for once okay and meet a bunch of new friends who are awesome okay so that's it for this week love you guys see you next week thanks so much for listening to this episode. This is coach Megan. And uh, I just wanted to say it is 2023 in terms of the next pageant season. And we have so many new things going on at powerhouse. We have a new brand. We have new logos. We have a new website. We have new resources for you. So make sure that you click the link below. If you are not already part of the powerhouse club, figure out how you can save $300 per month and $700 overall by joining the best world-class pageant training in the world that you cannot get anywhere else. Intrigued? Click the link below and we can't wait to see you at Thanks for listening to this episode and we will see you next week.